I long to see Keep haunting my reverie And so the loneliness deep in my heart Calls to you, calls to you Welcome to Disney Minus, the Disney movie podcast where we are spending the next million years watching every movie on, or all of the Disney movies, at least on Disney Plus. They've added Blue Sky and whatnot, so we're not going to do those, because they'd be an extra forever. I'm Steven, and I watch home movies so that I can tell past Steven what to do. I'm Nero, and I'm really questioning that penguin's life choices. You're right. Well, we watched The Three Caballeros, a, uh, a interesting film. It is, by most definitions, a movie. Now, of course, me, I was thinking, surely Beverly Hills Chihuahua will be the most racially insensitive thing we watch for a while. <laughs> no. And I mean, this one, this one comes with the, uh, the, the content warning at the beginning of it, so that's how you know it's, uh, it's something, all right. And to be fair, it's not quite as bad as Speedy Gonzalez. Hang on. Oh, yeah, sorry. I was just saying that, like, it's still, like, obviously not the most racially sensitive ever. But, like, between this and Speedy Gonzales, at least this did actually make an effort, like, to be educational somewhat. And at least Jose and Panchito are voiced by a Brazilian and a Mexican, respectively. Um, oh, okay. I didn't check I'm, on them. I'm fairly certain that Speedy Gonzales was just Mel Blanc. I think so. Probably. That sounds about right. Um... Because he, he was like half of the fucking right. movie tunes. So, this is not really like a movie. It is not really a movie. It is basically a collection of shorts strung together via a framing device. Yeah. Such as it is with like the loosest of framing devices I've ever seen. Yeah. Um, it's almost like a clip show more than a movie. Yeah, yeah right. like, some of them really do feel like they were shorts that were meant to be, like, released somewhere else and just kind of put into this package film format. Right. Um, but yeah, it's like, yeah, technically, it's supposed to be educational, um, which is something. Yeah. It's, of course, a very much, like, outsider perspective on the cultures that they're looking at. And it's a very limited look at the cultures they're looking at. And also, it gets really uh, weird uh, towards the end. Yeah. Or, um, a bit. Uh, just a bit. The <laughs> three caballeros sexually harass a bunch of beachgoers? Right. Like, with a flying carpet? No, no the flying it's poncho. The flying serape. Yes. Right. Because This but, ain't Aladdin. Uh, I don't know. Fuck us, I guess. Uh, but we'll get there. So I guess first we should we should uh, set up this framing device. It's Donald's birthday. He's got a bunch of fucking um. His birthday, which is Friday the thirteenth, by the way. That yeah, I love sense. how everything just says it's Friday the thirteenth, but does not tell us what month. Yes, there's a lot of Donald talking in this first uh this these first couple of sections, which is unfortunate. Harrowing. Yeah, yeah real talk. I had to I had to turn my subtitles on so I could tell what Donald was saying. It's, uh, something, yeah, he's, he's got a, uh, the first thing he opens is this, like, movie camera, this magic movie camera, which gets us into our first segment here, which is Pablo the Penguin, which is the most, like, traditional short, I guess. Also, a quick little yeah. bit of trivia about the Pablo the Penguin, uh, the narrator, Sterling Holloway. Yes. He yeah. is actually a favorite of Disney, as he has done previously, he did, uh, Mr. Stork in Dumbo. He was adult. He's Ka. He was actually adult flower in Bambi. Uh, yes, he was Ka. He was also I don't know if it's adult flower. He was adult flower. He was the Cheshire Cat in Alice in Wonderland. Um, he was also oh, yeah. He was also Pooh from sixty six to seventy seven. Huh. Yeah. That as soon as he started talking, I was like, wait yep. a minute, is that the Cheshire Cat? And I paused and had to check. And he was also uh, Roquefort the Mouse in the Aristocats. Wow. Okay. So he was all over. Like, 40s to 60s Disney. He was all over Disney. Yes, he was. That's interesting. Uh, 
Uh, now it makes more sense why that narrator was so low energy. Right. Yeah, um, right. <laughs> which is definitely, I think, one of the problems with this one. It's just, like, it's just this weird melancholy short about a penguin who hates the cold and wants to go to the fucking tropics. Yeah. But then once he gets there, he's like, you know, I do miss literally everything about the place I used to. Yeah, he's like living in an igloo with a fucking oven or like a big stove and constantly trying to keep himself warm, but his either his belly or his ass always gets cold, so he has I to know. keep turning around. I did, in fairness, kind of dig that little, yes. that little bit of, oh my god, my belly's cold, oh my it's god, my butt's cold. Um, but the, the problem with recapping a movie like this is that there's really nothing to recap. Uh, so... We'll probably just go, you know, segment by segment and talk about the stuff that we like. This is the one that stands out the least, I think. Right. Yeah. It's also, like, I mean, as as was pointed out by, I think, Casey in the Discord, like, the most out of place. Because the others will all sort of fit thematically in that, like, first Panchito, or first, um, Panchito shows up and, uh, no, no Jose. first Jose shows up and starts showing off, like, hey, Donald, I'm from Brazil. Here's some Brazil stuff. And then Panchito's... Right does the same thing for mexico this was just here well and like it had no point too because like the whole thing was about him you know escaping the cold because he hated being cold and then he finally makes it to where it's warm and starts daydreaming about it being cold again yeah yeah and like it kind of only really exists it's it's so flimsy like hey donald let's talk about your southern cousins all the way down at the south pole it's like that no that doesn't count no it does not count. Um, no, this was this was they needed like an extra ten minutes and found something lying yeah. around. And I guess kind of attached to this part, there's also the the one where he like just uh, names a bunch of birds that live in the jungle. Yeah. Right. That was just. I think that was only thrown in there like for the sole purpose of bringing in that freaking annoying bird. Ugh. It's like Woody Woodpecker knockoff. <laughs> he wishes he was Woody Woodpecker. Yeah, there's this. I forget what this thing is even called. He's the Araquan. Like yeah. The what? He's like the Araquan. That's right. That's yeah, right. Which they say is named for the song that he sings, but I do not. He sang the song a couple times, and I do not understand how they made that connection. Yeah, he's just like a chaotic. You know, he's like a Woody Woodpecker guy. He's doing mischief throughout the rest of the movie. He's not really yeah. that important. He's the he's um, the Martin Short robot for this movie. He's stuck in there to supposedly make stuff funny, and he really doesn't. Uh, luckily, after a certain point, he kind of disappears. Yeah, except that was even worse for me because after, uh, after a little while, I was like, you know, I haven't seen him in a while. <laughs> he's gonna show back up any minute. Right, it's like dread. Surely we have not yeah. seen the last of him. And uh, yeah, again, that's just the first segment of like Birds of the World. It's fine uh it's just about a bunch of birds and there's an aerator and we learn about a penguin so let's move on to the second present right uh, which is a book about brazil yeah it's a little pop-up book this one was fine yes um and you know he he opens it up and well, there's a little there's a little parrot dancing around in there a very well-dressed parrot i might yes. add and so this is where Jose enters the story. No, is Jose the one that's supposed to be Donald's cousin, supposedly? Uh, I think so. Because one of them, one of them introduces himself as Donald's cousin. Oh, okay, I like, didn't catch it, so it could be either one. It's definitely. I don't. I don't know if uh, if it's Jose or or, or Panchito. I'm looking it up. I'm looking it up. Be, yeah, it doesn't really matter. Because, no, I know. I'm just uh, curious. <laughs> But we, we, uh, I think this segment, this first part might be my favorite where, uh, Jose just sings about Bahia. Yeah. And we get this lovely atmospheric animation, just like a very kind of slow pan across, um, across the city following these doves. It, it looks great. The song is great. Uh, it's just a, it's just a very like chill and soothing sort of segment. There's some really really good bits of animation in this movie. <laughs> there there are, are actually yeah some really nice looking bits. And then it's time for them to both be horny. Yeah. The oh, beginning. Uh, actually, oh god. <laughs> we we did forget one. We did forget oh, did we? one animated segment. Uh oh. Which is 
the donkey one. Oh, the flying oh, donkey. Oh, right. <laughs> yeah, the one where I got my bit from in the first place. Jeez. Right, right. Uh, that one that was is the one that where one I was, was looking at some of those designs and thinking, hmm. That one was weird. It yeah. was. It was kind of cute, but kind of weird. As soon as you got to the crowd... And like we saw all those guys, like these designs are a bit questionable. I'm not sure mm. I like this. <laughs> actually, yeah, that that does remind me. I think this is the first one we're watching that actually got the little like this is from a different time disclaimer. Yeah, in front of it. Because the first one doesn't really matter, but then you get to this, it's like, ugh, jeez, these are very caricature-y. Well, I mean, think of also the time that it was made. So yeah, yeah, yeah well, forty-four. I think 44. Yeah, so there you go. So it's no excuse, yeah. but it's uh, oh no, definitely not definitely, an excuse, but <laughs> definitely fits with the time. It explains still a lot. not as bad as Speedy Gonzalez. No, he's really the metric. He is uh, for how how bad things like this. <laughs> is are. this more or less insensitive than Speedy Gonzalez? <laughs> yeah, if you manage to be more, you really you really fucked up. You done uh, fucked Luckily, up, this this movie d- never quite gets there. It's it flirts with the line a little bit. Yeah, but this one just—I, this one is definitely the one that looks mo that is most like tacked on here because this isn't even about a bird. This is yeah. about a donkey that can sprout wings, so which I guess, is not a bird. Well, but wings, so feathers. Not a bird, but wings. And, and like that is a- the the narrator guy introduces himself and is just called Gaucho, which I'm fairly certain is not a name so much as like a thing yeah he kind of looks like pinocchio (laughs) okay there's that okay so yeah gaucho literally is a cowboy of the south american pampas okay i thought i remembered it being similar to to cowboy but i wasn't 100 percent. i was checking also it can also be a derogatory term as well there's also this. It's someone. Oh it's not God. like a slur, but it's basically it. Mean, it can also mean someone who has bad manners or who is uncouth. <laughs> I'm going to assume in this case they're going for the cowboy. Yeah, <laughs> it'd be pretty funny if they're going for the second one, though. Right? Yeah. That but yeah, this, like a... this would be like the equivalent of having like a sketch, uh, sketch about the Wild West, where the narrator just calls himself cowboy. Exactly. Yeah. Pretty. And nice. the young version of himself, little cowboy. <laughs> Yeah. Right. But uh, that one is over. Um, so weird. And that's when that's when Jose shows up, and we get the yeah. the lovely interlude about Baia. Just a just a great brief bit of, of atmospheric animation. And I looked it up, and I was mistaken. He is not Donald's cousin. He's just supposed to be a longtime friend. So I was mistaken. Ah, okay. Just Donald's pen pal. Pretty much. Um, <laughs> And I gotta say, I do like Jose. I like the like his outfit. I like the cigar. Yeah, yep. he's a dapper little dude. He's a cool guy. I'd hang out with him. Did you know? Apparently, there was supposed to be a fourth caballero that was added in. He was supposed to be Cuban. It's too huh. many caballeros. Yep, but there was going to be another one. Like they even had sketches of him and everything, but he just never made it in the movie. Huh. I wonder what, the, what his segment would have been like. The four caballeros simply doesn't have the it same. It really to doesn't. It. No, it doesn't. But. uh... So Jose shrinks Donald down to size, his size, with a hammer. Mm-hmm. Uh, Raise your hand if you have ever also wanted to hit Donald Duck with a hammer. <laughs> yeah, don't we? Don't we all? Right. And they go on a fucking train ride to Bahia because there's because <laughs> well because Jose keeps asking Donald, "Have you ever been to Bahia?" And Donald is just like he gets friends. No. They have you. Uh, and Jose's like, oh, "No, I haven't." I like at this point. I forget what caused it, but like there are like four Jose's right now, and he like turns to the other Jose's and was like, "Have yes. you ever been to Bahia?" And this is another really fun bit of animation. I like this train. I like the the sort of almost crayon drawn background it's going through. Yes. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot of very abstract backgrounds and designs in this movie that I really dig. Except this is also the moment that made me uneasy about not seeing the Aracorn anymore because he shows up like yes. a second here to mess up the train and that had me convinced for the rest of the movie that he was going to show up at the end of some scene or another right it's like that con- it's what? like silent hill where you know pyramid head is going to show up again you just don't know where except it's an animated bird this time yes uh luckily i believe this is his last appearance i think so um 
So yeah, they, they ride this train and they get to Bahia. Um, and this is where the the kind of big gimmick for this movie starts. Yeah. So this movie it was an early example of combining traditional animation with live action footage. Yeah, it did technically come after Fantasia, but which did also do a little bit of, the, of that yes. kind of blending. But I think it's like the first big one to do that. This is uh, this is something that I believe Walt Disney had been wanting to do for a while. Like he's he's yeah. always he was always trying to do this. Uh, no, I take that back. I think Reluctant Dragon also did a few little bits of it. Yeah, it's like it's it's some it's it was a thing that a lot of uh, early Disney stuff flirted with. Um, but I don't think they ever really made a traditional live action thing until, um, Pete's Dragon, I believe, was a, was a fully animated thing in a live action world. Yes. I think, yeah. So, yeah, and this is also where Donald starts getting really horny. Yeah. It was so weird seeing Donald be the horny one. But at the same time, it wasn't. Like, it was, but it wasn't. He's wildly horny in this movie. Oh, yeah. Like... Yeah, for... Did they say this woman was selling cookies? Did I catch that right? Yes. She's, like, okay. selling some cookies. And Donald goes fucking ape shit. Yeah. Um, and now, now, let's be clear. Jose is also flirting with her, but he's doing it in a, like, well, dapper sort like, of manner. He's very suave about it. Donald just... Yeah. Donald's straight up thirsty. Oh yeah, yeah he's, he's like he's, straight up drooling over her instead. He's trying to get that duck wet, if you know what I mean. Um, and I'm pretty sure at some point Jose like tells him to kill a tangerine guy. If I understood what was happening in the scene right, it's uh basically a street party breaks out because this is just what happens in Brazil, I guess. Um, I, guess I don't know. Right. According to to Mr. Disney, and uh, there, it's just like seven yeah. minutes of dancing, probably more. That's probably a like conservative estimate of how much time is spent dancing. It's you know how Bam we joked that Bambi was like sixty percent frolicking by volume. It's damn close on the dancing here. Yeah, it's just it's just dancing. Well, while we're in the by uh, by a thing uh the one of the women in there that's dancing is actually aurora miranda who is i believe the younger sister of carmen miranda oh yeah i'm double checking uh yep her sisters were carmen miranda and she has another one too but obviously carmen is the one everybody here knows who is carmen miranda again she's like just a really really well-known like dance she's a singer dancer broadway broadway actress film star Ah. she was active from the 1930s on yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, she uh, fruit hat. You know, you know her for the fruit hat in the American okay. film. That's her. So this uh, one in this movie, that's her younger sister. Right. Okay. So yeah, fruit then, hat, fruit hat, and cookie tray. Right. Exactly. Yes. Food runs in the family, apparently. And then uh, Donald. Uh, this is the first time Donald nuts. Uh, um, yeah, it is. He gets a kiss on the on the forehead from from the cookie lady, uh, and reacts very strongly. Yeah, to say the least. Putting it politely for the children. Um, has vivid hallucinations of like instruments. This is a, this. I really like this part of the animation where it's like it gets really trippy for a minute. And everyone's dancing in this weird like oh yeah, this is pretty fun. Right background. It gets really trippy a sweet. few points in the movie, but this is like the first one I think. Yes. It, um, yeah, um, there is one one thing in here because there've been like throughout this thing there've been a, a bunch of like actual human men hanging out. Also, two of them for like a couple seconds turn into cartoon fighting chickens. Yeah, they like make eye contact and they start fighting like it's a fucking Pokemon game. <laughs> <laughs> like it's it's like two only two. Brazilian guys wearing this uh, once two Brazilian guys wearing this specific striped shirt and hat combination. If they make eye contact they must do dance battle apparently. For like four seconds and then it the movie just is like yeah never mind. Yeah it's really weird. Um and they're just they're, they're, the whole town's a party. The whole town comes to life and starts dancing. It's, it's just full of dancing. It's a dance party the ending are... except in the middle of the movie. 
The house part, well, the houses are dancing, the lamps are dancing. I hope they got good homeowners you know. insurance for that. Yes. That's got to cause some property damage. Well, a little bit. But it's in the name of having fun, so it's fine. And maybe they were prepared for it, so everything is like bolted down, so... So then uh, we, we kind of do, get this buffer where Jose teaches Donald how to grow big. Uh, yeah, like, he literally says he's going to use black magic, which, like, all right. Sure. Uh, and then they open the last present, which is a big fucking thing from Mexico. And this is probably my favorite bit of animation in the whole movie. Yeah, dude, it's this like, was awesome for a minute. Mm-hmm. These, like, sound waves turning into the uh, turning into the instruments. That it was looks cool. great. Very funny when Donald gets absorbed into it yeah. and his, like, screams are part of the music. Oh, yeah. Pretty good. Um, but, yeah, then, then we meet our third Caballero halfway through the movie, a little bit over halfway. Uh, his this is... intro really is something, isn't it? Yeah. So, Panchito is here. He's a rooster uh, with two guns. Of course. Mm-hmm. Um, but at least he doesn't run around yelling "Arriba, arriba, yeehaw!" No, <laughs> he, damn close though. Shit. He really he did. basically does though. I was concerned. Like, it is, <laughs> it is, it is, it is definitely that is the one more so than Jose that I'm like mm. <laughs> getting a little close also, to speedy uh, territory here. <laughs> I uh, I just have a request for um the the album art for this episode i'm gonna put this uh screen grab i have the, the movie on in the background okay because uh full disclosure i didn't take any notes during this one because what am i fucking taking notes on right yeah my notes are basically shenanigans they're dancing uh, shenanigans. can we please make this the album art i'm putting it in a musketeer chat i'm going to miss <laughs> yes oh. <laughs> i agree <laughs> Listeners, you will have already seen it by now, but yes, we can. This is that's a thing. That's it also happening. looks like somebody's flipping them off. <laughs> it does. I yep, am in total agreement the... of making this the art for this episode. Absolutely, yeah. Panchito's here. He's firing guns in the air. He's wearing a sombrero. He is like, eh, I don't know <laughs> about this one. I gotta switch away, mother. Why do you cry? <laughs> Uh, he is very excited to meet his his friends, and then they we finally get the uh, the the three caballeros song. Yeah, which they uh, are the three you know. caballeros, three gay caballeros. Yep, the I can only ever remember caballeros. like the first two lines. Which uh, yep, and like it's a fun song. It is. Uh, thankfully, Donald does not sing very much. Oof. Uh, also, speaking of would... Donald, for just a quick little random thing, um, you know how usually when they do other dubs for the movie you know they'll bring in a bunch of different actors uh clarence nash actually dubbed himself for the mexican spanish the uh cover of this oh that makes sense because i gotta think there aren't too many people anywhere else in the world that can do the dog right and i think all three of them dubbed themselves in the let me double check i believe it's the italian version yes Ah. uh oh yeah the italian that's right (laughs) there's a bit where uh Donald is threatened at gunpoint for some reason. I don't. I don't. I don't. I am not entirely sure why he took umbrage to saying someone saying they're bright as a peso, and why Panchito had a, had the just decided I'm gonna point my guns at him. Right. <laughs> Seems legit. Totally reasonable. Uh huh. Um. And so yeah, this is just like a, a fun, very dynamic uh, musical segment. There's a part. Where they like slam their asses against Donald. There's a bunch of weird shit going on in this musical number. People be like, Disney used to be a lot more wholesome, and I'm like, Are you sure? Yeah. And then he and then Penchito makes like a, a the silhouette of a sexy lady. It's... Which Donald does at one point somewhere in here as well. I think it's closer to the end. You know, it sure is something um, i don't understand just full stop try to kill him i think i don't know uh-huh. there's a there's a lot of it, it, it the three gabiero song is very slapsticky um and then they go to uh it's time to go to mexico so uh this bit uh with the pinata and he's talking about like the Christmas traditions. This one's all right, but definitely like 
when I think about the Baia uh, segment and how beautiful the animation was, and this is just mostly still frames with uh, narration over it, which continues yeah. on through the, this whole segment, basically, it uh, it definitely doesn't look as good. It doesn't, but, like, it's a very, like, I will say it's a very distinctive art style. Like, it definitely works yes. for, like, the atmospherically what's going on, I guess. Yeah. Um, it's also very weird to, to like, come off of that insane uh, <laughs> musical number to, to go to basically a slideshow presentation. Yeah, right. Um, <laughs> they used up their budget on the past five minutes. Yep. And uh, so so we, we, get, we get some of that. Donald... Uh, you know, smacks the pinata that he got, and uh, you know, it's time for more cartoon insanity. Woo-hoo. A bunch of shit sprays out of it. Giggity. Um, and this is where we kind of get the uh, this is where the flying serape comes in, and we're going to Mexico. I don't get it. I don't it's understand like why it's a serape. It's similar to the Bahia song. The song about Mexico was also quite nice. Yes, uh, not the animation accompanying it is of course not as good, yeah. but uh, we um, <laughs> the uh, Panchito explains to us the the meaning of the Mexican flag, while completely leaving out uh, anything about the Spanish. Uh, like, uh, well, the Aztec built Mexico City and it's here now. It's like this is the only thing I you think, really gotta know. I uh, I think maybe you missed a few things there, buddy. I don't know. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, the, this art's pretty nice. It's just weird. It's, it's basically just zooms and pans across paintings. Like, at that least the, cool. the at least the Christmas segment had, like, you know, the moving flames and whatnot. This has a bunch of water effects, I guess. Eh? Um, which is neat. I don't actually know how they accomplished this. Um, I wonder if they actually, like, warped the film somehow. Like... Maybe. They accomplished it by being locked in a room until they got it right. Right. <laughs> yeah. So this is where they get on the Flying Serape and go into the, the next like live action and animation combination segment. They're flying. They're flying through Mexico. Uh, they're flying over the highway and all this kind of stuff. They get to another dance. They find another dance party. Yeah. I don't know how they keep and doing these. How they keep finding they these just- things. Dance parties going all over the place, I guess. Um, so they enter the dance party and they they just dance for like ten minutes. Um, Donald's horny again. <laughs> yeah, he sure is. He goes to a beach. He finds a beach. Is he and... nut in this one? Probably. I'm trying. To, I'm trying to see if he nuts in this one because the pretty lady dances with him, so that probably means he fucking busts. God. It's, uh, it's, it's just so wild how horny Donald is. It Did was... you just smacks him on the ass? I, what is happening? I don't, I don't know. know. <laughs> Why? <laughs> this movie is truly outrageous. Um, let's see. Let's see. Let's answer the question. Okay, no, he does not. But that's okay, because the next segment is the worst part of the movie. Because they go back uh, on the Serape, they, they, they go through another uh, photograph, and they get to Acapulco, the, the mm-hmm. Acapulco Beach. And what do they do on the beach? Um, they do some stuff. They do a lot for a while. And fun fact about the uh, beach that they're on, that is actually the Walt Disney Studios parking lot that they converted into a beach. Huh. <laughs> I don't know why, but that makes it a lot better. I don't want to imagine. I pity the poor people whose job it was to clean up all that sand when they were done. Oh yeah. God, there is that. That's those poor, poor bastards. Yes. Yeah, so there's a bunch of beach babes, and all of all three of the caballeros get very horny. But um, especially start, Donald. <laughs> especially yeah. Donald. They start like buzzing them like it's a, they're in a fucking World War II biplane. Yeah, I don't know. Because nothing, nothing says, hey, baby, like, you know, dive-bombing a bunch of innocent women. Like, it's really weird. It's just a bunch of girls in swimsuits running away from these crazed, horny birds. Um, I don't, I just, I don't, I don't understand. What yeah. was the direction during this scene like? Because, alright, now pretend, pretend a carpet with three horny birds is after you. Go. 
Yeah. Jesus. I mean, I would be afraid. I would be terrified. He just frolics on the beach, flirting with women for like ten minutes. Yeah. He gets blindfolded at one point and just kind of stumbles around blindly. Yeah. Trying to... It's so weird. It's just so bizarre that we spend this much time on Donald Duck just like fucking sexually harassing a bunch of women. Yeah, I stopped taking notes right around this point because the last thing I wrote was just what is happening. Because... <laughs> Sexual harassment, what? that's what's happening. He, he gets yeah. bounced on like a, a towel at one point, which is interesting. Yeah. I wonder what they were bouncing in there. Um, I do sort of wonder too, because the cuts were, they did a really good job like strategically yeah. cutting it before whatever was in the towel could actually be seen. Yeah, it's really good. And then we get the uh, the end segment of the movie. Um, Which is like a 10 minute long musical number again? I like the song yep. though. Is this the You Belong in My Heart? Or You Belong to My Heart? I think, no, that's Taylor Swift. You Belong With Me. No, I mean, no, the song, I think the song <laughs> is You Belong to My Heart. It's a pretty song. Yes, yeah, so the animation accompanying it is also very pretty. So, yeah, you got this lady singing. Uh, and, of course... All of the caballeros are kind of spinning by her, but luckily way less horny than the previous segment. <laughs> They've gotten tired by this point. Yeah. And yeah, it's just there's some really good animation. I really, really like the part where Donald's on the moon and it gets surrounded by a bunch of colorful guitars. Yeah. Well, he like turns he, into he a flower at some point. Yeah, he nuts here again. Yeah. Of course. He gets kissed by a bunch of ghostly lips. Um, Not creepy at all. Nope. Eh, it, it, well, I guess for Donald, like, he one, literally turns bright red and shoots into the fine. sky. You can't tell me that's not what's happening here. Mm. But yeah, this is where the animation gets real trippy, uh, which I I love when the, when it just like like there's just a bunch of there's an extended segment where it's like it looks like a bunch of neon signs, like flowers made of neon signs. Uh, there's like these blooming flower fractals with this woman's face in the yeah, middle of it. I don't I don't know because at various points like like you said flower fractal things or sometimes it's actually like her on stage wearing a big headdress that is vaguely flower shaped. It's yeah. something. And also the fucking caballeros keep interrupting him um while he's trying to get it wet like this is this is kind of the big finale. We see a bunch of segments from the past. You see the beach ladies and all that kind of stuff. Um, it is very interesting looking. It's very trippy. Like I'm trying to imagine a uh, like a 40s audience watching yeah, this right? in the like, theater. What what was the audience reaction to this? This weird psychosexual vision Donald has, uh, and then we finally get our last bit of like. Anima uh, like animation and and live action combined when the singer is is on stage uh cactuses yeah. are animated it's cactus time they're dancing the cactuses are dancing they like turn into like donald cactuses at one point they yeah donald is is very afraid of them damn those cactuses <laughs> are thick <laughs> very bottom heavy anyway they got badonka donk <laughs> Yeah, ah. that's where all the water goes. And then they turn into like those wacky, waving, inflatable, arm-flailing tube men. <laughs> you didn't yell that nearly loud enough, Steven. You're welcome. <laughs> Shame. And it's just... That's... Like, there's no real end to the movie. It's just more yeah, shenanigans I, until they decide it's time to Yeah, it kind of just fades from, like, the, from that last musical number right into the credits. And I even was watching it like, wait, is that it? Yep. Finn, uh, you know, that's it. But um, like I got, and then once I got to the end of this on Disney Plus, it just it gave me the Legend of the Three Caballeros. Which, uh, I'm sort of interested in checking it, out. Yeah. Maybe I'll check is out. Is it in any way related to this, or? It's a TV series oh. that was made uh, that was made exclusively for the okay. American market, I think. Huh. Much more recently, though. I uh, think. But yeah, I mean, the Three Caballeros have shown up from time to time. Uh, I know they were on a recent episode of DuckTales, but I think mostly they have stuck to the Latin American region. 
There's a bunch of like exclusive yeah. properties with them down there. Um, it's it's being redone, I think, because I'm pretty sure they're retheming it for Coco. But the Mexican Pavilion in Epcot, for a long time, the ride that was there was basically the Three Caballeros like taking you around the sites of Mexico. I meant to rewatch a ride through of it before we got started, but I forgot to. Right. Yeah. This is a. Uh, it has an interesting legacy as as a Disney animated film. Um, the the kind of blending, the continued blending of yeah. live action and animation. Uh, Shame about the racism. Uh, but you know. I mean, it says a lot about Disney back then, where we can, where we're honestly sitting here going, "Well, yeah, but at least it's not as racist, racist as I it guess." Been. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like. It's definitely, I feel like there was, it was driven by, I feel, some kind of genuine curiosity. Because, like, they did Um, send people out to, like, places to look around and stuff. Which, I mean, I'm sure Disney still does. Right. Like, they actually did, like, some genuine research. Like, I think back then they genuinely wanted to just to do something educational. But it also seems like maybe an excuse to go on I vacation mean, a little well, bit uh, and have a fun time in Brazil and Mexico. I mean, you're already there. May as well. Great. Uh-huh. No sense of wasting a perfectly good trip. And, uh, yeah, that's 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 it. That's that's down on the Three Caballeros, yeah. pretty much. Yeah. Record short episode. Holy shit, There's I think we did it already. Yeah, there's really nothing. To, well, we, don't, we still have questions. Well, yeah, but I mean, so... like, the actual review itself. Yes, we definitely beat Bambi. Like, it was just... There's not much to talk about. Like, it's just like, wow, this part looks nice. Wow, this yeah, part looks like weird. Yeah, it's like 50-50 stuff that's really nice to look at and stuff that's just so much. And a little bit of, you know, hey, that song was yeah. catchy. That was a nice song. I don't know why this rooster has guns. <laughs> um, why is Donald so goddamn horny? I don't know! <laughs> I would so... like a sequel to this so movie horny. where it's like, Jose or Panchito's birthday, just because I'm so curious as to what Donald would send them. Oh, God. Right. Don't send them anything. You know this. If only if they. Donald's an oh, asshole. It would be sent from Daisy, who would sign <laughs> Donald. There you me. go. There you go. Let's be honest. That's how it works. <laughs> yeah, I suppose it's time to get to questions. Uh, uh, we didn't get any on Twitter. on Twitter. I don't. I don't like Casey's first the, question. I've got the Mickey's mailbag yeah. already pulled up. Yeah. How many times does Donald nut in this movie? This is a great question, Casey. Thank you very much. Uh, I believe con- confirmed it's only two, two but we that don't we know. know. Two with an asterisk. Two that we know of. <sighs> yeah. um, how many times did he thirst in this film? Oh, God, like Non-stop. 50% of the runtime. Yeah. Right. Oh, yeah. Uh, and then, of course, she also asks an, an actual question. What gift would you like to be given by your cartoon bird friends on your birthday? Uh, um, first off, birthday. birthday. Yeah, bird birthday. Birthday. Bird, that's bird, hard to say. <laughs> you have to break it into three syllables. It's like bird birthday. Birthday. Yeah, birthday. Birthday. It's not like Tigger. <laughs> birthday. It does. <laughs> Disney minus where we spend more time trying to figure out how to pronounce a question than actually right? answering it. I mean, that magic movie camera seems pretty sweet. Um, yeah, that was. That was yeah. pretty awesome. I'd go for that one. If the magic movie camera would like work in, like, could transport us into TV shows too, definitely. Or, I mean, like, I wouldn't say no to a free vacation to either of the places they go. Right? Yeah, it seems like a, these are pretty sweet presents that Donald got. Like, yeah, did we talk about how at the beginning of this movie it looks like Donald was just hanging out in a void? Right. Yeah, he was just in like a fucking gradient. <laughs> it was wallowing in his own <laughs> Oh, God. Yep. Uh, we did have um, Deep Sea asking uh, about uh, the Tiki Room at the parks. Now, I have never done the Tiki Room. I have not either. I, was, I have been to Oh, Disney God. Am I the only one that can answer this? <laughs> I think so. Having been to... So, Stephen, yeah. what do you think about Disney's other bird-themed culturally oh, sensitive so, product? It's also so much. Um, it's... Having been to the Disney parks like a million times, I generally go to the t- do the Tiki Room. Like it averages out probably to every other trip at this point because I did it a bunch when I was a kid, not as much as I got older. It's fun, I guess. 
but yeah, it's a lot of like this kind of stuff with like the birds and fucking tiki heads doing pretty much exactly what you can probably imagine. And from I can, yeah, I can exactly. Hear the um, yeah. It needs to be updated and probably redone, not just for the racism stuff, but because if from what I remember the last time having gone through the show, like half of the statues are missing an arm and stuff at this point. Oh, need a little maintenance there. The uh, <clears throat> the enchanted tiki room is definitely a kind of there. There was a the the sort of tiki period of kitsch from like the fifties yeah, to the sixties exactly or so. That um, yeah, that's where the the phrase tiki drink comes from. You know, so it's definitely a product of that. I didn't it get rebranded for uh, like uh, Iago is one of the guys I feel talking. Like that happened, but I don't remember. I want to say like I heard Iago, about that, but again, I couldn't like say. Like Iago and another bird. Hang on, let me let me. It was called Under New Man. Zazu, yeah. Maybe? It's Iago, Zazu, and I think there's a third one. Let's see. What other bird sidekicks I are don't... there? Yeah, it's Iago and Zazu. Is it just those two? Just okay. okay. Um, I was thinking threes for some reason. Yeah, apparently it it ran from uh, '98 to 2011, where a a fire, a small fire, damaged it, and then <laughs> they just went back to. Uh, the original TV. <laughs> Sounds about right. Jeez. Because nobody liked it. Um, we're going to we're gonna have a mysterious fire. Because nobody's liking this. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. The TQ room got damaged. I guess we have to go back to the old one. So darn. Um, this is a fun one. Which, uh, Casey, which cartoon characters are the horniest? Either design-wise, personality-wise, or whatever-wise. Those are three very different questions. Very. Design-wise, I mean, Jessica Rabbit. Yeah, I was going to say, Jessica Rabbit springs immediately to mind. But see, again, you get into personality, and she, like, super is not. Right. It's like, yeah. she's all for... Oh, let's see. Oh, what's the shit from Who Framed Roger Rabbit? The Coyote. Oh. You know who I'm talking about. Yeah. Yeah. Personality-wise, that one. Design and probably somewhat personality, I'm sure. At least in the... Old days of the character Lola Bunny. Yes. Design wise, yes, but again, personal personality wise, nah. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, Lola Bunny was a very horny design. Oh, and then also the I 90s... would think personality wise, possibly. Uh, y'all remember from the Sword in the Stone when Walt uh, when Walt got turned into a sparrow? No, never seen Sword in the okay, Stone. Okay, so there's a scene where you know he and Merlin are going around, and there, you know, Merlin's like shaped. No, sorry, it was a squirrel. It was a squirrel. Merlin turns them both into squirrels, and a lady squirrel decides she's got a lady boner for Squirrel Walt, and like starts ah. following him around, like trying to like snuggle up on him and hug him and love. Now it was kind of sad though, like when she when he turns back into a human, she really does look heartbroken. Okay, but while they're bo- but while they're both squirrels, no, she is totally going. She has her eyes on that squirrel booty. Weird how Disney like weird how Disney like predicted. Uh, End of JoJo Part Two. That damn, that's true. Um, Pete's wife from uh, Oh, Peg. I forgot to look her up. I forgot y'all talking about Peg. the wife. The nineties were the uh, the golden age of cartoon milfs. <laughs> they were. Um, like, and also Jessica Rabbit. Like, hello, but she was like Dexter's the 80s. mom. <laughs> yeah, Who the booty, the Hartman hips. Okay, yeah. Well, and then like every Pixar mom. Well, uh, oh yeah, every every Pixar mom. No, no. Uh, I'm trying to think like personality wise, like who's fucking thirsty as shit? Bev Bighead. <laughs> God, <laughs> From okay. <Rocket> Modern Life. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, you know the the history of horny cartoon characters is long and varied. Maybe we'll. <laughs> that have to be a whole. Like a other, have to be like a bonus episode. <laughs> Bonus episode, episode. sixty nine will be a, a bonus on horny yes. characters. Yes, it's got to be world's sweatiest episode of Disney uh. Minus. Uh, Casey also asks, "What was the deal with the penguin short? Did someone drop some <laughs> scripts right next to an unreleased polar themed film well, script?" I guess. I assume so. It was. <laughs> there's really no like. That couldn't have even so been made into a movie. That would have had to have been like a TV no. special or something, right? Yeah, like. Just a truly bizarre thing dropped into the beginning of this movie. They could have taken out all the dialogue and like turned it into like a Fantasia kind of thing. Like put yeah. in more music. 
or not even Fantasia, like the Merry Melodies or Make My Music, like one of those things. Yeah. Yep. Deep Sea also asks, is Donald, <laughs> is Donald so horny because he's on shore leave? God, probably. probably. Yeah, definitely. And also, was Goofy not drafted because he was a single father? Yes. Wait, is that a rule? I think that's a rule. I believe that's a rule. I also have a secondary uh, okay. theory on that. Which Goofy one? would be one of the other reasons why he didn't get drafted. Because think about it, he would be too much of a liability. Because as we've seen, the yucks can slip out at any time, <laughs> and that's the last thing you want happening behind the lines. He was dishonorable. Right. So I think it would have been a fucking um, liability. Friendly fire happened all the time with Goofy. It, there wouldn't be no. Yeah, there wouldn't be any accidental friendly fire if that happened. Would not be accident. Finally, shut that mother shucker up. <laughs> <laughs> Finally, Sidemon asks, if you were a human that cartoons were having a funny fight over the chance of dating uh, you, how would you discourage or encourage them? Well, it seems like at, any, at that point, anything counts as encouraging. Yeah, it would really be anything other than, you know, smacking them with a fucking cricket bat. Um, yeah. I know how I'd discourage them. How would that, how would that go? How would Start showing them rule 34 of their character. <gasps> how, how terribly scarring. Exactly. See, but again, depending on the character, because I feel like Pete would be fine with well, it. Well, I would adapt. Yeah. You know, if it was Pete, I would just start showing him like the most saccharine, sickly, sweet, lovey-dovey stuff. Yeah, there you go. There we go. Okay. Yeah, that, that would definitely drive him right. off. Uh... No, with Pete, I would just start talking about commitment. <laughs> oh, oh, no. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, just smacking them with a cricket bat. Uh, but the only problem is they're resilient. That's true. And that might encourage them. It hit them again. Uh, it's difficult. It's difficult with these little fucking demons. Right. Um, I mean, you could always, like, load up on Acme products. Yeah. <laughs> just start, uh, paint, paint a fucking picture of me on, like, a, like, a, a rock face and then, like, Lure them into or it. put like a right. like a cutout of you right above like a Punjabi steak pit. Yep, <laughs> it's over a cliff. There you go. Perfect. Yeah, you, you gotta you gotta think like them. You gotta stoop to their level, and then uh, what's the modern problems require modern solutions? Yep, tune problems require tune solutions. Right. Right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, uh, that's it for questions. Yep. So yeah, I guess so. Uh, I always forget we, which we do first. Yeah, do we do plugs first or do we announce the next? I think we do plugs first. Yeah. I guess so. Screw it. Uh, you know, I'll go first. Find me on Twitter at Dragon Smoocher. Find the other podcast I do at Podcast of Power on Twitter, talking about Shira. We are in the middle of the final season. Ooh. Season five. We're almost done. Very nice. Which is wild. Uh, you know, patreon.com slash podcast power. Find all sorts of fun things there. Or excuse me, pot of power. Patreon.com slash pot of power. I am uh, on a, uh, my regular Twitter at marshmallow, spelled like marshmallow, but with my name instead. And then the only other thing I have going on is the uh, joke Twitter I run at dad underscore tastic, where I do like one dad joke a day. You get one. I'm Kat. You can find me floating around Discord on random. Norse and Pagan servers. You can also catch me on our Disney Minus Off Weeks doing the Kingdom Hearts podcast with Stephen. <laughs> yeah, how you enjoy, how you liking that? By I'm the way, I'm loving it. I'm really excited. <laughs> Stephen, don't fuck Nero. us on this. I, for the past like day or two, have had a random desire to get back into Hunchback of Notre Dame, so I figured I would save that and make it my pick. Okay. Oh, I'm good with it. Okay. Hell yeah! Let's get let's get it. into it. Let's get into the boy. They do stay. I'm just remembering. They sure do say the G slur a lot. In that right? Movie, huh? Yeah, there is there is gonna have to be. Let's that. ring some fucking bells. <laughs> but yeah, on the other uh, hand, it's got Hellfire. It's got bells. Good song. God help the outcast. Also good. Yep. Also good. We do have to listen to the gargoyles. Yeah, hey. Jason Alexander gargoyle is gonna be there. I keep managing to forget about right. him. Right. Now, I will say we do... It's because he's not important. Well, as far as the Garwells go, at, at least they do give us a pretty good Wizard of Oz shout-out towards the end, which Mish. is one of my favorite scenes. 
That's oh, fair. <laughs> I'll also use that opportunity to, to pull some some greats from my favorite uh, Twitter account, the the fucking Frollo RP account or uh, Tumblr account, the oh. Frollo RP account on Tumblr. Oh, I did not know about this. It's very funny. Wait, there's what now? <laughs> it's just it's just someone. It's just like a joke account that RPs is Frollo. Oh my god. I'll, I'll, I will get like the gr- the greatest. Yes, hits that will be the, perfect. The Frollo account. Oh um, god, that's gonna be fun. That'll be amazing. Yeah, so. Thank you for not choosing a bad movie. Hey, once. he's been on, a, we've all been on a good picking streak. Exactly. I wanted to prove that I could have good taste somewhere at some point. I guess maybe I have to pick a bad movie. Don't you fucking dare. <laughs> Mars Needs Moms on Disney Plus? Probably oh should. <laughs> no. This is well, a This is a threat. Yeah, but I guess we, next time we'll be back with The Hunchback of Notre Dame, a very interesting film. Definitely one of Disney's darker ones. Oh, yes. Yeah, oh my God, I mean, at least yeah. it's still not so, as depressing as the source material, but... <laughs> one wonders why they chose to adapt right? that anyway. Like, it's such a bizarre choice. What, you we'll mean where there. Quasimodo, like, digs into Esmeralda's grave and curls up by her corpse? And uh-huh. where Phoebus basically bangs Esmeralda and then is like, I never saw that bitch in my life. Yep. Yeah! Yeah, The Hunchback of Notre Dame, the, the Victor Hugo novel, is, is pretty dark. Uh, of course, they had to lighten that a bit for the Disney And I read the abridged yeah. kids version. <laughs> oh, there's a... Okay, that's great illustrated. It's the Great Illustrated too. Classics where it basically condenses great novels for kids and there was a Hunchback of Notre Dame one. And I had it. Okay. Well, just so that I'll have something to bring to the table, I might look up that animated musical Hunch and see what that's about. Oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> All right. Well, until next time when we ring the bells of Notre Dame. Yes. Uh, fuck Disney. Fuck Disney. And remember, whatever you do, always give 100%, unless you're donating blood. magic smile made the blossoms bloom around you. Mexico, why do I feel as I do? I simply fell from the despair.